The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to the solstice. I knew it. That's what I was going to do. It's my brother, my brother, and we special summer solstice episode. As we the, dance amongst the fairy rings. The sky hangs high with the brightness of a luna as the sun beams down on us from its highest position. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Let's, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Let's all start fucking. <laughs> my, there's... Only three of us here. It's hugely creepy. I'm the oldest traveler, Justin McElroy. I'm the middlest and nakedest to Travis McElroy. I'm free. I emerge from the mist one. I emerge from the mist two. I emerge from the mist three. Hi, uh, my name is Griffin McElroy. I'm a level 14 troll berserker. And uh, I, sorry, I hate to. One of you guys boffed me while I was emerging from the mist. Which is LARP rules like 101. You gotta wait for me to be summoned before we can begin our encounter. I actually have an enchanted mirror of Conchlunklung, and <sighs> it helps me to see you mm. from the mist. Have you had those new, those <laughs> Fritos Conchlunklung? They're so good. <laughs> They're buffalo blasted. <laughs> Delicious. Um, I did just watch Monster Camp again, so I am like coming hot and fresh off right. the like. That glow that you get after you watch Monster Camp. People, watch Monster Camp. I think you have to like rent it on Amazon Instant Video or something like that. It's, a, it's an important movie. And it's one of those movies that you watch it and you're like, this is a crazy world I know nothing about and I never will. Look at these, look at all these people. And then also you feel like, could I maybe like, uh, could I maybe, could I maybe up? dip in? <laughs> that is the great dark secret of Monster Camp is that you watch it. You were the your, monster the whole time. You were the monster the whole time. You were watch this movie with your significant other and your your wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend will be watching it and laughing and you'll be laughing. But inside <laughs> you, there's another you that's not laughing. Not laughing at all. There's another you that says maybe Weep, I could dip in. It's weeping with a fantastic longing. <laughs> I want our listeners to know that I felt like that goof was general enough that I can't imagine we were making fun of any specific group. No, I think we were mostly making fun of ourselves. Yeah, I felt that way too. Because of our distinct lack of knowledge of what the solstice is, what it does. Uh, Don't you take this as an opportunity to educate us either, dear listeners. I'm on to your game. You can educate me. I like learning stuff. I'm not afraid to learn and expand and grow as a person. I'm done with that. I feel like I have to, uh, with a a child so close, I feel like I have to cauterize myself as a human. I have to like... You no can't grow anymore. Th- I don't want to grow anymore because that would be confusing for them. So I basically just have to cap it off here. Well, <laughs> and then this, it's and all then, like bigotry the and ignorance and uh, uh, just waiting. I guess. Well, and then you start to pass on your memories to the child as like what it's like to sled and what the color red looks like, right? And and how cinnabons taste. 
And where the baby hole in the wall is, where you put the bad babies. Mm-hmm. That's a dark book. It's a dark book. Dark, dark I'm glad they won a Newberry, it. did. Yeah. yeah, did it win a Newberry? I believe it won Can a Newberry. Can we get to the comedy already? I'm dying inside <laughs> and outside. I have noticed that the way I shake hands with people may be a little off. I have a firm grip, but I tend to counter the other person's pumps with trying not to pump at all. Instead, I flex my shoulder and arm, so while the person is trying to move their arm up and down, my arm stays completely still. Yeah, pump that shit. Just try and pump that shit, idiot. Pump it. I imagine the other person encounters some unexpected resistance to an otherwise routine pump or two. Brothers, how am I supposed to be doing this? You know how you're supposed to be doing this. (laughs) That's from wrestling in Winchester. Now listen, my brother, my brother, me listeners, before you start laughing too hard, I've shaken a lot of your hands. You're a wonderful people. Kind. Oh, I uh, love your generous, spirit. So many of you came out to the, to the LA show. We met so many, so many beautiful hearts. Sometimes you're bad at handshakes. I've shaken so a lot great. of your hands. Some of you could pick up a tip or two. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, all I'm saying. I always just assume that it's like, because I've done this before as well. Like, if you're standing in a line for something or you're waiting and you know that handshake's coming, like if somebody just encountered you at random, was like, hey, and you shook their hand, you would nail it, you know, 100%. But then when you have time to think about it, and you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. I'm about to shake yeah. this hand. Well, it's up and down, right? No, wait, hold on. Be proactive about down? it. Wait. If you're, if you're waiting in, in line to, like, after one of our live shows and you want to shake our hand and, like, that's super cool, um, go ahead and, like, get your hand ready. Do do a little bit of pre-pro on that hand to make it perfect for us. Maybe breathe into it a little bit to get it to the ideal temperature. For me, that's, that's 96.5, a little bit cooler than normal. Um, I like a nice Definitely cool not warmer. Handshake. Definitely not wet. Definitely dry that <laughs> hand right off. I'm not sure which, um, which handshake I find more upsetting. Like, on the one hand, you got the one that feels like their arm was like somebody filled up a jello mold that's mm-hmm. shaped like an arm. And then just kind of attached it to a person yeah, as if I wouldn't notice. Nudely. I don't like that handshake. But I think what I find even more upsetting is like the super firm, like they got a like, dog. Yeah. Like, don't try that. Oh, fucking, I like that one. Don't try that fucking pickup artist bullshit with me. <laughs> I like just that shake one my hand. I, can, I can win that one. So I like that yeah, one. Yeah, Travis, Travis has like extra knuckles inside of his hand. <laughs> His hand is like a, I don't know, it's bristling with knuckles on the, the inside. One, the one I, the, the handshake I dislike the most is that one where you go over the handshake and their hand closes like a second too soon, like some kind of awful claw game. Oh, and yeah. They just, they grab like your fingers instead of like mm-hmm. your palm. Yeah. And, like, and then they just, get embarrassed and try and back out. And it's like, don't back out. Just like fix it. Just fix it. Just if fix you back it. out now, this is what I'm going to remember you by, finger a good grabber. handshake is like making love. There's no standard mm. for it. You have to and read you can the get other person's from energy. It. Yeah. You, you know, have to see where they're get, going with it. You can get crabs from it. You can get all kinds of stuff. This person is playing a dangerous fucking game. Because if you ever meet your counterpart in this world, and you guys go in to shake hands... And then both of you just grab hands and then stand perfectly still. You are holding hands at that point. That is ceased to be a handshake. You are holding hands. If that's your boss, that's a whole ordeal. We got to call HR into the room. HR, please witness this. This is just a shitty handshake. We're not holding hands in the office on office hours. Okay, but here's the I can I get this a little. You don't pump. You're not pumper. No, but I I there's something. To me, that's always seems so calculated and forced about the like handshake, pump, 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 done. There's something about like just a grab and kind of a like a almost like just a flex is all the pump you get, where it's just like grab and like 
you're just kind of flexing your arm and then you break off and that's you it. You go you go into the you don't go up and down, you go like in and you hit Yeah, like you're locking a, like Voltron. It's kind of just like a yeah. <laughs> putter that like a putter there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I kind of dig that way more because it's much more of just like an acknowledgement of like now our hands are together and now our hands are apart and there was no kind of extraneous motion in there. Yeah. I kind of dig that. Maybe. Uh, but that said, if the other person starts to pump, you don't you just like stare them in the eye and go, don't no. Don't leave them standing alone on Pump Island. You've got to <laughs> fucking send them a raft. Uh, I want to ask one other quick favor uh, uh, since I know that this only applies to like people who do meet and greets after their live podcasts so this won't be widely useful uh, but it, I'm using our show as like a, a megaphone for my own wants and desires when you're at a thing and someone says hi I'm Justin McElroy and, and you say yes I know that's incorrect <laughs> <laughs> wrong you wanged it. You wanged it. Because I, I know you know. We're playing a game here, you and I. We're going to meet each other. It's an introduction. I want to know you as a human. You may not believe that, but I do. I want to know each and every one of you. I wish I had the time after a live show to have a nice 20 to 22 minute chat with each of you about uh, uh, just your life and, and learning and living. And I, I want to get to know you. So please. So say your say goddamn out. name. Just say, give me your name, please. Give me something to work with. And I cannot stress enough. We love all of you. Please don't ever stop shaking your hand and talking to us and being yeah, friends we don't get because we're, we need you kidding. very much. We need you. Can I say I one you. thing that uh, our our listeners did fucking nail? What? Uh, and are consistently very good about? I was at the uh, L.A. live show. And after you do like a, a live podcast or whatever uh, or uh, a panel maybe or and you know or even like a wedding thing that you know that you're going to like shake a lot of hands afterwards. Uh, 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 so I was in that mode, right? Like, I know I'm about to go shake everybody's hand. I had to pee super bad. The show had just ended. There were, and I was like, I gotta hit the bathroom. I walk into the bathroom. There's four people who I know were just in the podcast watching my podcast show. I peed. I washed my hands. I left. Not a word was uttered to me. Nice. It was like I was not there, and I was like in my head thinking, you sons of bitches are crushing this right now. Let me get out this door, and I'm going to praise you heartily because you are playing this so well, and I'm I'm so happy. What could have cut? What they could have? What? what were they going to do? Hey, hey man, great. like, hey, I hate to interrupt you. I just want to let you know it was a great job. You did Thank a great you. Job. Hey, Madison. my good, exactly. good. Hey, my good, good pee boy. <laughs> what are you going to hey, do? I know you here? got your dick betwixt your fingers. Just want to let you know. You fingers? also had my heart you in your two? hand. I use all five. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like a crow's beak? <laughs> well, now I've got to think about it. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, now you. Now I have to think about it, and I'm mad at you for making me do that. Y'all want a Yahoo? Hit me. Yeah. This Yahoo is sent in by Drew Davenport, Emerald member, fucking Diamond member, forever friend. Guys, if you weren't at the LA Live show, you missed Drew Davenport. Like... A, in a all sin, his glory. Us fucking ascending the throne. Here's some fun facts about Drew Davenport. He is 13 feet tall. Uh, he is Wide a as a bull. He is a mountain of a man and a jovial one to boot. And he's he knows shit has a natural glow about him that's blinding. He's got a beard you could hide a fist in. He's got a lot of stuff. A lot of great assets. Thank you, Drew, for all the good times. So that's and by the y'all. bad times. And the bad times. Yeah, uh, just thanks for being there. Just thanks for... He's uh, a fair weather friend. Uh... Is asked by Yahoo Answers user Derp who asks, "Becoming Barney 
in school wear. What? So I have the perfect, neat, slim fit blazer, trousers, shoes, tie, belt for school. Uh-oh. I have just recently been addicted to How I Met Your Mother. Why the finale? Why? No. <laughs> uh, and okay, Barney version. And Barney is my idol. I was just wondering. I'm in high secondary school, but I am known for being the suit guy. But oh, I no. feel like I lose this in school. How should I dress, act, and talk to become like Barney? Or in other words, become legend? Wait for it. Fuck you. Let's do this question. <laughs> All right, derp. <laughs> Oh, Barney is a fictional he's character. A fictional character. I want to be Robinson Caruso. Did I say he's, Caruso? That's not did. his name. He's a he's a caricature <laughs> of a person. Uh, In real yeah. life, no one would like that guy. No one would. No one even likes him on the fucking show. He's, he's, he's a punchline. That's that's the thing. Is he's a he's, goob. He's not. He's not a real person. You already fucked up if you're in high school and you're the suit guy. The suit guy is not a thing you want to be in high school. Now, that said, if you're in high school and you wear a suit, good for you. I don't think anyone should ever be identified as the blank guy. No, not good for you, Travis. You said a bad thing. Don't wear a suit. No, I don't want to judge. Listen, if somebody wants to wear a suit, if someone wants to wear a Spider Man costume, if somebody just wants to, like, roll up the school. Incorrect. No. No. You're doing that. Suspenders. I'm done with the idea that people in high school should be making choices about their identity and everybody should just passively be okay with it. Listen, yeah. you're still in your formative years, okay? I, there's still a chance for me to help you. You wear a suit to weddings and funerals. Stop mm. it. Stop doing this. You can wear a nice a nice pair of slacks um, and a, a, a polo or a button down. If you want to elevate your fucking like Jinko style, I get it. I get it. Go for it. But there's well, what a if I want to wear tearaway pants and a button-up dress shirt? You just mean like for you? You mean like just, you, you did every goddamn day? Just for, uh, just as an example. Can I? Can I? Let me ask you a question real quick because you did. That was not a joke. You wore tearaway pants, basically, basically around the clock. <laughs> Were you getting so much trim that you? I like, did not. First of all, needed to have that fucking. First like, of all, I wore them the maybe once a week. Okay. And it was because I was in fucking show choir and had On to pussy dance. day, you mean? They were comfy dance pants. <laughs> Gotta be at the ready. Minutemen, Minutemen assemble. I, I mean, my balls, get out of here. I like I like that Travis's answer about uh, uh, meeting them for show choir was actually an implicit answer to Griffin's question about how much trium. <laughs> Because that zero, none, none, none. I don't know. I when was he, in show on choir because my girlfriend was in show choir. Yeah. And you put on that sequin vest and you sang "We Built This City." And <laughs> we just... built this city was the year before me, Griffin. My year was things uh... got damp. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did more of like a Billy Joel uh, kind of style. I think. Oh, uh, it just got t- ten times better in the erotic you department. Actually, I, if, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope against hope that you were doing that because it was in that the the few years that uh, Billy Joel was married to one of uh, Huntington's native daughters. And you were hoping that maybe he would come by. See, Justin, I live my life every second hoping Billy Joel comes by. So here's here's with just his body, not like him driving into your office window. No, God, no. Here's a fun side story. Okay, Billy Joel marries. Have to uh, have told this story before. No, I don't. Well, okay, no, I don't think so. Okay, so Billy Joel married Katie Lee, 
who is somebody that um, I knew a little bit. We did some shows together uh, back in back in the day in the in the outdoor theater. So he married Katie Lee, who then goes on to she hosts the first season of Top Chef and she's done some other cookie shows. Whatever that was after this. So Billy Joel marries Katie Lee, and the the interesting thing about this is that it starts this like weird. It starts. It starts this weird sort of like pseudo paranoia in Huntington that at any given moment Billy Joel could show up to something, and it's more of like an expectant thing, mm-hmm. like a like a child whose parent has abandoned them. That every time they're at like the science fair or something, they have that like back of their head fantasy that maybe they heard about it and their erstwhile father will show up. It was sort of like that with Billy Joel for a while. Anytime like a large house sold in Huntington. The rumor mill would fly oh that it was God. purchased by uh, Dr. William Joel Honoré, uh, and 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 that it was his. That was his home. That's there where was, he was going to live. There was a bar on a home here. That bar on Fourth Street that used to be Club Echo. That it peaked at Club Echo, but it would like rotate every maybe year and a half to become a different bar. In the height of that fever, it became CNO Piano Bar, and I think it fucking became that, like expecting that maybe the Joelster would cruise on through. A piano bar, eh? Why well, I just happen to know a piano man. Uh-huh. Billy, just keep driving. Billy, Billy. Just, well, just once. No, we're going to Chickadees. Stop what it. What could it hurt? We're going to we're going to Stumblers 2, still stumbling. We can't stop and see an O piano bar. We left your tab open before we went to see a movie at the Camelot, and we said we'd be back, and now we have to go back. A lot of really great. Bar. A lot of really great references. Another yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, years ago, my two best friends who were dating had a wickedly ugly breakup, which resulted in me having to choose sides. I sided with my homeboy and broke contact completely with the other. It's been six years and emotions have subsided, so I decided to bury the proverbial hatchet and just make peace. Now she's inviting me to hang out as if nothing happened when I don't even really know this person anymore. Should I just accept that I open this Pandora's box and jump back into things, or should I go with my gut and tread carefully? That's from Critically Confused in Cranberry. Ooh, I feel... I feel some real advice coming on. It's been a while. Uh-oh. I know, it's just like, this is a thing that everybody, I think, has to deal with. It's like a combined thing of having to choose sides when your friends break up is already pretty awful, and it's unfair, and it's something you shouldn't have to do, but we all have to do it at some point. Um, it is that combined with the, like, latent awkwardness of, I haven't seen this person in years, do we like uh, making like the catch up call to somebody that like you used to be really good friends with and then you haven't talked to mm-hmm. uh, is always like in your brain before you do it, like the most going to be the most fucking uncomfortable thing ever because you have to ask them like, what, what are you? What are, what are you? you? Well, let me counter that though. Cause I think that it's my, I think the ideal way to do it is you kind of fake it till you make it no, kind of thing. Because Where, the, no, well, hear me out. Where you jump in like, you know, you just spoke the day before and then things kind of shake out where it's like, okay, great. I'm noticing that this is different and this is different and they like this now. Instead of like, let's sit down and have a 30 minute intensive conversation about what's different in our lives. No, I think that's what you got to do. And I think that's worth it because you can't just be like, you sit down. Hey, hey, it's good to see you. You too. Should have done this a while ago. Yeah, sure. So how's work? Like, no, I've been in grad school for three years. You fucked that one up. Next. How's Jimmy? Jimmy's Jimmy's an astronaut now. 
Jimmy's in space. I, I don't see Jimmy anymore. He's with the space men now. He's with so space Jesus now. How's your dog? Dog died. Next. Keep it up. Do you want to... I, I hear the good... Wait, are you saying is, that that's the ideal? Like, that's what you have to do? No, I'm saying that's what you get when you fake it when you until you make it. That's your strategy. I sit down and I say, let's just, like... Well, then you sit down and you out. play Mario Kart 8 and like you don't yeah, talk that's... about shit you don't know the answer to. And then they leave and it's like, oh fuck, I forgot to ask anything about you because I don't know anything about you. I, I guess our whole relationship, we have to be playing Mario Kart 8 whenever you come over now. There's shit. That's kind of weird to me in this question. Uh, I don't, it, you said it's been six years and emotions subsided so you decided to bury the proverbial hatchet make peace. What, where does your homeboy figure into this? What is his... Uh, like, did you ask his blessing before burying this this hatchet? I don't think like, you need you're... to. Six years is a long fucking time. Six years is a really long time. How bad were these emotions at six years? Yeah. I mean, it could Rough. not be. It couldn't be. that. It, it could just be like you stopped hanging out with this person. And when you do that, like they left your mind's eye and you mm. didn't like think to do that. I'm, I'm saying it's always worth it to like to try and reconnect with a person like it's always so great because then you have like one of your old friends is back it's always like the best thing ever is just like broaching that subject is always really rough i think you have to be like really open about it like hey we lost touch and that sucked let's just like just run through it let's this hangout is going to be us like fucking getting through the past six years and then the next time we hang out it can be just like what did you, you will, do this? You week? will honestly, you will be surprised how quickly you can wrap up the important things in six years. It's easy, you and know, like I, they're yeah, doing I, it, I they want to do it game. too. I'm with you guys on this. They don't know what you've been up to. Like they're in the same boat. Like because well, in any in any relationship, communication is key, right? Like that's the thing. So I changed my mind. How? It, because here's the thing: if you really are going to reestablish a, a a true friendship with this person, and you were best friends before this all shook out, and now you're looking to like rebuild that. I think it's perfectly justifiable to be like, hey, I feel like, you know, we really grew apart in that six years and we lost contact. So what's up? What, you know, let's let's catch up. I would I, find I, it I, so I get flattering. I would find it so flattering that, like, you want to put in the effort to, like, th- like this relationship meant something to us at some point. Like, it, it really means a lot to me that you want to, like, work to to get us back to where we were. Like, I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's super it's super nice and it's something like i'm i'm dishing it out but like it's something i struggle with i've been going to a lot of weddings this year and like reconnecting with like my literally my oldest dearest friends that i'm just like such a shithead about you know calling once a month or so um i i think the more that you do it i think i feel like that's a big part of becoming an adult is like realizing that everybody that you were friends with in school coming up have also become adults Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking cool to like talk to them and see like how you guys have how you Unless guys have developed. Things broke bad, but most of the time they're not gonna get weird. The and nature that's the problem with these conversations. This is why it's such a I, like. I, this is why a lot of times in my life I will avoid these conversations because I'm so afraid of saying to the person like. So how is this person that I sort of kind of remember from your family and they're dead and like that's I can't even process that like this is not a goof like I I'm I worry enough about that that I, that I will actually avoid conversations like this because I I I am so paranoid about I I think it's honestly just like looking stupid because I don't think people would be like upset angry at you like I I'm just worried about looking dumb 
in front of a but, person and saying I mean, like the stupidest thing. But juice, isn't that like a litmus test where if the person's like, uh, they're dead, and you're like, okay, so's this friendship. Like where if that person's gonna judge you for not knowing this thing because you haven't spoken. It's less to about them. Uh, judging. Anxiety isn't really rooted in like social anxiety. Especially isn't really rooted in the realities of the situation because almost with all of these, like the worst, like people are usually very sort of like generous and kind about conversation. That's the the thing you have to like concretely remind yourself of but but you know it, it's not really rooted in the realities of how they're going to react it's like yeah it's just that's just the paranoia start mm-hmm. start general like i i start with like so what do you like what are you doing now like where do you live that's a good one like where do you live and what do you do there is a good way to like start out and then like you get your feet wet from there don't start with who in your family died this year yeah. like that's and don't and try to, to say general i think don't ask like are you still really into deep blue something because i seem to remember you being very into that band sure and what if their answer is yes i'm a groupie for them I, they let and me I mean, in the band you, i'm in the band i now. hand job to all all of them yesterday <laughs> could you just throw out like how's your family and then let them fill in the blanks as they feel comfortable with that's like as opposed to like well as opposed to like how's your dad doing How's your brother who had all those risky tendencies? Yeah, keep it, keep it real, keep it real, real general. I think, and and how are the people in your life? That's gonna like whatever they tell you is probably gonna be a pretty good indication of who they are, and then you can move on from there. But it's 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 hard, and it gets harder the longer you go without talking. But man, like I never get off a phone call with one of my friends that I haven't talked to in a few months without feeling like fucking awesome about it. Yeah. Um. You're right, Griff. I need to just get over and just do that more. Just because well, it. it really feels kind of like finding a time capsule. We were like, "Oh yeah, there's all this awesome stuff I forgot about." Yeah, and you think I, I, I think this is one of the problems with like I've really turned a corner on Twitter and Facebook. I kind of think they're the fucking worst now, um, and I think it's because like you follow your friends on there and you see pictures of like the food that they eat and the vacations that they take, and you think like, "Man, I really know what this guy's up to now." But you fucking don't. Like, you gotta call them, and you need to, like, actually have a human conversation with them, and then you will, and then you'll know. You trick it. Social media is like a way of tricking yourself into thinking you're staying in really good touch with their friends, but really you're just, like, a creepy voyeur of their the meals that they eat. Well, I, but I will say this. I think the one thing that Facebook really does well for me is even if it's not deep, it at least keeps in my mind's eye, like, hey, you haven't talked to Jordan in a while. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I haven't. I, it does I give don't you a know nice shit. opportunity to, like, you can, if you see someone coming up th- that you know that you haven't talked to in a long time, you can sort of hide in their periphery as you check their Facebook. And then there is also that. Get get a few sort of ground things, grounders, I call them. Yeah. A few easy ones that you can ask about. Because, yeah, then you always have the, hey, I saw on Facebook that you just got a new puppy. How's that going? And then That's you've a fucking got- weird thing to say. I don't know. Now that I say that, I would say no. Really? Don't say that out loud. No. That seems like a weird hey. I know we thing. haven't talked in six years, but I looked at oh, I still watch her every. But isn't that completely socially accepted at this point that people look at your Facebook all like, hey, the reason I follow you on Facebook is so I know this shit. It's no, not like, but I, but it's I not like you're NSA hacking them. Like no, they put I, up I, a picture. I, on. Hey, I, hey, I prismed you, and it looks like you're really happy with that new man. I guess it might be naive of me to say this, but I would like to think that if you were close with this person. They they might be feeling the same thing and saying like, hey, I don't want this to be awkward, but it's been so long since we talked. 
let's just like get down to it. I, I mean, I would like to think that would be the best way to approach it. I know that's completely different from how I started. Yeah, we changed question, we changed but, minds together, Justin. Yeah, but we, it's like, you know what, just like be real and if they were really your friend and if that's really a connection you want to rebuild, then rebuild it. And sometimes that takes work and sometimes that work is This is scary. answers going on too long. I love you. I got, it. I got it. It's taking forever. It's just that I miss we you. Get guys, it. And I feel we like get we it. never talk. We get it. We just we never talk it. and I miss we get you, Justin. It. We get it. We get it. What have All you right? been up to? We get it. Okay. I get your whole thing. I get it. You're just wrong. <laughs> we we just did like 30 minutes on that question. We were wrong the whole time. And you didn't say anything. I just got I got bored enough that all I just did. I just think feel like you're wrong. I feel like no right answer should take that long to explain. I okay. feel like the easier the the simpler answer is usually the right one. Isn't that what Occam's Razor is? Yeah, I think Occam's well, Razor is from Harrys.com. Check out Harrys.com for all your shaving needs. Bitch, we're not doing. They didn't pay for that. Edit that out. Bleep that. <laughs> can no, we, I'm just using a Harry's razor right now, so I thought about it. Can we talk? They're, they're not bad. They're pretty good. Can we talk really about like the companies them. that did give us money to talk about the product? The problem with doing ads for major companies is that you get all this money and you don't have anywhere to put it. It is such an issue. I deal with it every day. I deal with it every day. We insist that all of our uh, payments come in quarters. Yeah. So have you have, seen Hoarders? It's kind of like seen, that. Have you have seen, seen the show Hoarders? Have you seen Quarter Hoarders? What, what's the show called? Quarter Hoarders. You seen Quota, Quota Hoda? Quota Hoarders. It's called Hodor Hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these piles of Hodors. What do I do with them? Well, you can put them in simple. You can go to simple.com and put your giant men. <laughs> Deposit all your giant men at simple.com the way banking should be. They're rebuilding banking from the ground up. If you don't, that you can spend without stress. If you don't know if you have enough Hodors in the bank, <laughs> you can spend them. Simple, simple is the only other word that Hodor knows. That's how good a product it is. That's how good it is. Save automatically. You have a goal. I want to have a thousand Hodors by the end of this year. Simple will tell you how many Hodors you need to save, and it'll do it for you. It'll put it aside for you. Um, That's good, because these Hodors are just burning a hole in my pocket. You can actually deposit Hodors from your phone. Now, here's the way that works. You take a picture of it, and Mm -hmm. then you... And then they scan it and they say, okay, that one counts. And then you burn it. Yeah. You, you burn, burn that whole door right and it's up. in your account. He's going to be scared of the of the fire and the technology. The whole process is not going to be great for the Hodor. But you've got to digitize them. you got to. Uh, it's just like Tron. Uh, it's, it, they're instant free transfers between your different simple accounts for when you forget to pay your roommates for that Cheetos bag. I don't know. I think I mean bag of Cheetos. It and says just bag like of Cheetos. <laughs> okay, so in our copy, it says that Cheetos bag. I'm assuming we're talking about a bag of Cheetos and not selling just collectible a, Cheeto not wrappers. Not some kind of weird, like, packaging was this part economy of the, you and your roommate Was have. this copy that Simple sent us, or is this Travis's own input? <laughs> Travis? No, it's it. This, this is the is cop- copy. This is the copy they sent us. When you have she- to pay your roommate for that Cheetos bag. What you know. is there? Okay, uh, the banking solution they have come up with is arguably the greatest banking solution on earth. Oh, they've solved banking. They they fixed banking, 
But it sounds like their whole situation, maybe their home life is not so great. They're I mean, it also Cheetos says, pay your bills fast before your hot pocket is done microwaving. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, and they've also imagined a sort of odd post-apocalyptic bubble future that's only in your apartment where Cheetos bags are currency. Right. <laughs> That'll be uh, two Cheetos bag and three Pop-Tops. <laughs> Sorry, man, that's how we do it in the wasteland. What are you talking about the wasteland? This is Barbersville. Now I call that's what I call my apartment. It's the wasteland. It's a post. Things aren't very good here. It's my roommate here. and I haven't talked in six years. Can I cut you a rent check for my part of the rent? Uh, your money's no good here. You're American currency. You can go to the bank, by which I mean the Krogers, where you can exchange your American currency for Cheetos bags. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, don't bring the Cheetos around here, though. The actual Cheetos I'm highly allergic to. Uh, Simple is, is a real bank. It's FDIC insured. Uh, and you can go to simple.com slash my brother to skip the wait list. Uh, otherwise, you have to wait to get in. But that's 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 not going to happen to you. You're going to go to simple.com slash my brother. And uh, Simple, that's the way banking should be. Listen, we joke, it. but go check it out. It really is like an amazing shit. It really is incredible. It's an amazing. It's an amazing shit. You know what? You know what I don't need? Um, uh, uh, advertiser dollars, apparently. Uh, guys, this I'm. This is not a joke. I'm very hungry, um, and I would like. Did you eat that bagel yet? No, I'm looking forward to that bagel. It's a, uh, it's a, a what is it? Reclaimed wheat or reclaimed? It's a reclaimed grains bagel. From, Can I tell you the problem with that, Griffin? What's going to give you a fat ass? <laughs> it is. It goes straight to your ass. My, it's going to go to your My ass. Trader Joe's reclaimed grain bagel. <laughs> it's going to go straight to your ass. Straight to your ass. You know, I bought that thinking it was going to be real tasty. What did they reclaim those grains from? From an old school. Shut down school. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck. We left so many cranes behind in our old school. You I, can make a living just I, like demolishing I, buildings and returning and those getting grains all the grains out of them. Yeah. They sure. give you a dollar per pound of grain. That's a good, good deal. Or uh, you could just fucking go to naturebox.com so you can get in shape, get blasted, get tiny for the beach. Uh, your enemy is the vending machine. That's all prepackaged. You gotta kill the vending machine. <laughs> you have to destroy the vending machine to get strong. Uh, it's easy. Nature Box makes eating better easy. They're going to send you great tasting snacks right to your door. Uh, you know what? I, I've i been eating a lot of French toast granola lately. That's oh a very good. You know, so, so good. I It slipped my mind and I forgot to like fill out my order. So they just sent me like five surprise snacks. And they're the fucking best. Um, Got I'm, some sea salt pop pops. How are those pop pops? They are so fucking good. It's like a mixture of kind of like uh, the the like toasted kernels and like slightly popped popcorn. The flavor is like really subtle but still good. We got some cheddar onion, um, cheddar onion uh, sunflower seeds. Mm. Um, oh, this uh, uh, peanut butter nom noms. Okay, so they're are, just like making. They're like making like fudge 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 is. What? Yes, but the peanut butter nom noms are these really soft kind of cookies. Oh, they're incredible. They're really, really great. Um, they're all healthy. They don't sound healthy. You talk about, I don't know, Pop Pops doesn't doesn't sound healthy. It is, I promise. There's no trans fats, no fructose. Get all that fructose out of there. Um, no and you'll even find snacks that are gluten conscious and uh, do not contain GMOs. No if, GMOs. If that kind of thing is important to you. It should be. It's, You're poisoning well, your body. With- no, it's a GMO. Well, 
It is. If, it, if it's I important to you, it's on there. You look up it's, in the sky and you see all the chemtrails. GMOs are just chemtrails that you yeah, eat. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I just think it's anti-science to be against Oh, come on. But that's just me. No, I personally, but. I don't care one way or the other because I don't care about things because I'm dead inside. You should oh, care about no. Kim Trails. Absolutely, you should care about Kim <laughs> Who is Kim Trails? <laughs> Try naturebox.net. <laughs> 50% off your first box by going to naturebox.com forward slash my brother. That's a pretty big savings if yeah, you want to try yeah. this. It's like half off. It's like almost half. And there's different sizes of boxes, too, with like different amounts in them. So, yeah. like... If you're, you know, if you're one person, if you're a family, it goes both ways. And those things last, man. Like, I was really worried that, uh, like, Teresa and I, we like snacks. I was afraid we'd burn through them. It pretty much balances out so that, like, once a month you get the box and then you're just about ready for a new one when the yeah. new one arrives. And they stay fresh for a while. So, <laughs> they like, do. yeah. You're, yeah, I've been, I've been eating that French toast granola for a while. Anyway, naturebox.com slash my brother go. Um, I got a message for Jennifer's Spies. You think it's mm-hmm. Spies? Yeah. Not Spies. I'm going to go with Spies. It's way spies better. right. Jennifer Spies. Uh, from Michael, Feel. can we just get some names? Whatever happened to, like, Johnson? Hi, my name is Jeff Johnson. That's easy. My name is Jack Johnson. My name is Jack Johnson. I'm public health. Um, here's a message. It's for Jennifer. Happy birthday, Jennifer. This is what the money I got from drilling screws out of asbestos-filled ceiling tiles went towards, so I hope it's worth it. Wow. Wow, probably not. Sorry about your lungs. I love you. And Michael, way to just be like, hey, this is what I did for you. I love you. And I hope this shows up in an episode at least within a month of your birthday on June 13th. This is pretty close. Yeah, about a week and a half afterwards. Um, Happy birthday, Jennifer. Happy new lung day, Michael. Sorry about your mesothelioma. Sorry about your whole thing. Sorry about your miso. Sorry about your miso soup. Sorry about all that stuff. Uh, I took a quick look to see if I could find Jennifer on Twitter. I don't think this is her. Their uh, username is at Jen equals drink, and drink is in all caps. Mm. And her last tweet was from June 8th, and she says, if we can't say, and the N-word is here, oh, okay. you can't say yeehaw, LMAO, hashtag passion, hashtag crystal keg. Wow. It's a pretty good tweet. I, I don't think that's our Jennifer. That doesn't sound that doesn't like, sound that doesn't like, doesn't our, sound like Jennifer. our Jennifer, does it? Gen- no, that's not the Jennifer I know. She would never use that kind of. Oh, this Jennifer also asked, where can I buy used sex toys? And she should know if she listens to our program where she can do that. I don't think that Extreme Restraints no, yeah, sells They don't have like an sex- exchange program. They don't have, they can't give you store credit. For your salty dildo, no. <laughs> it is not a one-in-one-out kind of thing, although they Unless. do have a product called the one-in-one-out. One out. Right. Um, uh, so, happy birthday, Happy Jennifer. birthday, Jennifer. Please don't be this terrible person we just found. But you aren't. I know you aren't. No, you're not. And don't right? go tweet at that person, please. Yeah, everybody, don't tweet at that person. Don't They've got enough going person. on they in their life. They have a lot of terrible stuff. This next don't. message is for Hannah, and it's from Becca, a.k.a. Bex. And Beck says, to my big sis, Hannah, it's been an amazing 20 forward for you. Congrats on your PhD, your new job, and your impending nuptials. You're the best sister in the world, even if you did used to call me Chubby Laboo. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> a I'm good sad name. you're moving away, but I can't wait to visit you in Austin, where I fully expect you to become BFFs with Griffin. Keep killing it. And that's from Chubby Laboo. I already Chubby have. Chubby Laboo I already, says. I have like one BFF already. And like, 
I, I it's very serious to me. You know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not like a runaround Sue. Mm-hmm. I have the one BFF, and I, you know, I keep. Is that. your BFF Rachel? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. You hesitated. No, yeah, yeah, of course, my wife, my wife. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Borat? Um, my wife. No, but Austin's great. You're gonna really like it. Uh, I'm too shy to talk to. <laughs> um, so that's uh, from Bex to Hannah, and then we had one uh, to Jennifer from Michael. Um, thank you guys uh, for both telling everyone that you love them and supporting the show. If you'd like to get a message on the money zone, then go to maximumfund.org forward slash jumbotron. And you could do, you know, birthday message or happy anniversary. You could also, if you have uh, a business and you would like to have us make people go to your business, then go to maximumfund.org forward slash jumbotron. That's where that is. Y'all want to Yahoo? Probably not make fun of your copy. No, we might. no. We only make fun of like big business copy, like independent. Yeah, because we're alternative. We're alternative. We're all. You know what? Here, here is a fucking fact for you, dear listeners, that will shock you. And there has never been an advertiser that has pulled their advertising from our show. Nope. Uh, and I think we keep pushing it just to like we keep walking the line because I think we kind of deep down want that eventually. Like we want that to happen. We're trying just- to be controversial. Like, we really We're, are. I don't think they listen. <laughs> That's Either that I'm or it's at. some kind of, like, weird shaming thing where they're like, we do deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Podcast advertising as uh, masochism, apparently. Sure. Hey, Ross. Hey, Carrie. Hey, it's me, your co-host. Oh, yeah, we have a show, don't we? We have a show. Oh, no, Ross oh, and no, Carrie. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. It's about undercover investigations of fringe groups. Yeah, like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult. Yep, that's led by a pedophile. He's in jail. He's in jail. Also, we became Mormons. We became Raelians, which is a UFO group. That's right. We, we joined the Ordo Templi Orientis. Yes, the 9-11 truthers. We got cupped. We got acupunctured. We got Reiki. We've Pretty much anything that you've heard of and like, that, that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that. So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Tanner. Thank you, Tanner. It's by Yahoo Answers user Naomi, who asks, I got baptized, then smoked weed a day later, and this happened? I got baptized on Wednesday, then smoked some weed. Well, Reggie... Is that like a brand of nickname? Is that like a strain? Hold on, I'll look it up. You guys go on. I'm on that Reginald. (laughs) On Thursday. I'm on that Val Johnson. I'm on that Reginald Val Johnson. On Thursday, I've smoked. Okay, fuck. This question. No punctuation. I got baptized on Wednesday, then I smoked that sweet, dank Reginald Val Johnson on Thursday. (laughs) I've smoked before, so it wasn't new to me. (laughs) <laughs> and then it says ND, which is like <laughs> maybe a typo. Maybe they meant to say NBD, like no big deal. So at first I was feeling good, just chilling. Then like 40 minutes <laughs> later, I got in the car and was going to drive home. But everything went cool. right, then black, and then another ND. <laughs> I couldn't see. I drove over a curve. Curb? <laughs> And got really dizzy and threw up. After that, I was a little high and felt pretty much sober. But that had never happened to me before. I've smoked way more than that before. And not long ago from that day. So I don't know what happened. Any clues? <laughs> um, 
just to clarify, Reggie is like regular, like street grade weed. <laughs> That's uh, that sucks because Reginald Bell Johnson is far from a regular street grade actor. No, he is definitely top quality. He is that is, dank is this kush. person's prime kush. Is this person's theory that? Had they not been baptized, this wouldn't have happened. But because they were baptized, Jesus looked down and said, like, oh, smoking weed, eh? Can't do that <laughs> shit no more. You and got smote them. You got in sanctified waters, and that will blend with that good, good Reginald cannabis inside your body, that dank, dank kush. Uh-huh. And it's going to create a chemical reaction in your body that is going to be... A fucking like visceral experience. Oh, I so have... it's like it's a cross like bong water and holy water together gonna yeah. fuck you up. Gonna Not like right Jesus up. was like, no more weed for you. No, I mean there's a purely scientific reason for it. Sanctified water plus Vel Johnson tight tight smoke in your lungs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like enough time passes between the introduction of the fact that this person got baptized and the end of the question that it almost takes on sort of a a Chekhov's gun uh, uh, veneer so that you don't you aren't actively thinking about it and maybe that's the twist yeah. it's like you're it gives you long enough to sort of forget about it and then so when it pops back up you're like oh that makes perfect sense so maybe this question answer literally did not remember the baptism part and when people circle back around on it oh mm-hmm. actually now that you mention that Baptism. I've yeah. forgotten. I call that I call that trope Burke's Law. Because that was every episode of Burke's Law. <laughs> well they fucking show you they give you all the clues that you need to solve the mystery. It's right, right there at the beginning. Especially if you're seventy five. If you're seventy five years old, you're gonna figure it out. It is Slylock Fox level difficulty. <laughs> um We can agree that this person had an embolism, right? Or <laughs> I don't think that that is what happened. I think that I am a huge advocate for I'm uh, not a huge advocate. I don't actually for smoking that. weed and driving. I support no. I support the <laughs> no. I no no. I support the legalization of marijuana pretty broadly. I, these are helpful reminders. I think I think is a is a helpful reminder that not just the smart people get to purchase legal weed. There are going to be some people that get baptized and then get super Reggie high the next day and then think, you know what, I'm going to motor on over to a destination of my choice mm. in a car. A heavy one, too. A real heavy a real, car. The I heaviest mean. car I can find. I, I'm just going to get get to driving in the heaviest car I can find. Should I take, I'm a little high, but I'm mostly sober. <laughs> puke, puke, puke. Should I take the smart car? Nah, I'll go with the nah. Hummer. Is it, pers- is it possible that the original Vel Johnson was was laced with a little Urkel? <laughs> I'm on that Urk. I'm on that Jaleel. Well, I mean, just like a five percent Urk mix. You mm. know what I mean? Just enough. You're like, yeah, I feel fine. But then you introduce like a bunch of moving objects in your rearview mirror, and suddenly blackout, puke, puke, puke. You said you were selling me the Reggie. This is this is fucking Richie. This is bullshit. I paid top dollar. Richie was a character on that show. Little yeah, Richie. Yeah, he was the little kid. He was the littlest Richie. Um, guys, is it cool to like, when he got baptized, did he not be like, as part of this ritual, I promise to you, Jizo, that I'm not gonna do as much weed smoking. I'm gonna give you like a 24 hour window of just like blissing out on these holy waters. I and don't then, think Jesus gives two shits either way. I guess not. 
But this guy obviously thinks that there's a connection there. Because he has smoked this Reggie on the reg, on the reg. So, like... Smoking like Reggie on the reg. This has never happened to him before. And he seems like the kind of person that smokes a lot of weed. He seemed like an informed scientist who's yeah. taken notes in a complex journal. Which is what makes me time. think that this reaction transcends science. I don't know, guys. I think there might be a little... Uh, I, think there, I think he might have gotten touched by an angel. This week on Divine Intervention. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I've watched that show, by the way. Makes you think. Have you listened to the Bim Bam? Yeah, that podcast makes me think. And that's why I like it. I wonder if this person got to the end of writing this question and thought, what am I doing? <laughs> what, what am I doing here? I, I don't think there's even a question. What am I doing? I think this I is more just a weird story I'm telling. I feel like I'm telling a weird story. I don't know what the response would be. Or who this. could respond to. And but, I have to get ready for work as vice president of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> I got another question for you guys. I'm getting married next May. While planning the celebration has been a breeze, my fiance and I have hit on one point of conflict, whether to have a wedding cake or go non-traditional to have a wedding pie. Mm. If I can get you brothers on my side, maybe my big day will have that extra berry filling to put it over the top. That's from Fearfully Frosted in Philadelphia. Now, you can't see this at home, but uh, the F uh, from Fearfully Frosted has been translated to replace the PH in Philadelphia. There oh, that's three fine. Fs. Can I tell you something, Juice? I love the way that you say the word fiance. You sound like uh, John Malkovich's character in Rounders when you cool. say, like, trying to say fancy. Yeah. Fiancy. Um, um, chick, chick, chick. Let's splash oh the pot. Splash the, let's all simultaneously do our Teddy KGB impressions. Chick, you give the man his money. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite. I we're a cake family. <clears throat> damn it. Um, this this used to be like the big point for. I feel like we had again have to have talked about this on the show. Like, uh, we used to have like brutal fights about whether cake or pie was better um i feel like i feel like wedding traditions in our generation have been all but phased out yeah at this point don't you think Mm -hmm. i think that the idea of doing something because it's traditional is is the wrong reason to do anything if you're saying i want pie and my fiance wants cake that's a much different discussion than we both want to have pie, but he's worried about breaking. I actually tradition. feel like the converse, the conversation about whether or not to have cake or pie at X event is more important than the conversation as to whether or not it's important at a wedding. Just the, yeah. the general question is the is the thing you need to be worried about. Whether cake or pie is more delicious. Right. And well, we can't let get me, into this. We could we let could me throw this out. Both. Yeah. What have a groom's a groom's pie. Yeah. You know, at our wedding, we did uh, like cheesecake bites because I, we love cheesecake, and that was the way we went with it. And then, and it was kind of that. Well, <laughs> That's but not he, what I would have guessed. Well, here's the point of the story: is that we were worried about it going in. Like, is this weird? Because we're not going to have like you know the traditional like three tiered cake or whatever. And then it was one of the things that people talked about most of like, I love that. That was so cute. And it was so you guys and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's functional too. I don't have to worry yeah. about like fucking like waiting my turn to get like a person who didn't want to be there to like cut me off a big old chunk. Is the chunk 
too big? Oh, I can't eat all this, but I have to. I also feel guilty. Is it too small? And I have to go wait in fucking line again. And yeah, we just set out like cake plates on each table mm-hmm. with cheesecake on them. It was it was pretty brilliant, if I say so myself. But if you guys want to do pie, do pie. If you want to do cake and pie, do cake and pie. If you like, want to do a pie cake, shut up. That's not a fucking thing. If you want to do ice cream cake, if you want ice cream cake at your wedding, fuck it. That sounds fuck awesome. It. Go to DQ. Go, throw them on the table. Go to fucking DQ and get some blizzards. And then start If you want wedding people. blizzards, if you want wedding chicken strip baskets, go for it. This, they got this, that Texas toast. I, as part of my vows, will now feed you a dilly bar. <laughs> I gotta say, Trev, I drove your, uh, your cheesecakes to the event. That was my contribution. Is I went and picked up your cheesecakes. And I don't know that I've ever been so excited as when I had four cheesecakes stacked up in my passenger seat and knew that I was going to be able to hit those home. I never, ever get that excited about cake. Nope. Ever. No. They were good, too. They were, they were good, we got, man. That was our special, like, you know, the, the wedding party table. We got cakes from Cheesecake Factory. Ooh. 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 I will say, I will say that kicking it at Cheesecake Factory on Sunday morning... Uh, the day of the morning of my brother's wedding, which was kind of a weird experience for me. I was the most dressed up anyone's ever been inside a Cheesecake Factory ever. Um, felt a little bit out of place, a little bit fish out of water. Was that before or after I made you drive back to my house to get my special Travis made us pants? get his special wedding night underwear. And I had to look at them. I had to get them. <laughs> I had to get them from the underwear spot where he kept all of the things. And I had to get it. And I touched them. To, he had to acknowledge that they existed. I had to. I had to. Okay, here's the order. I learned about <laughs> them. I said that's terrible. Then I learned that I would have to retrieve, touch, know, feel, <laughs> believe, hold, grasp, acknowledge, become, <laughs> embrace, absorb. And now you guys are doing that at home. They were silky as fuck. No, they were thing. silky and they were black and they were kind of black. Just a little bit sheer. Just a little bit sheer. So God, just a, just like I'm a little bit dead now. I acknowledged that they existed. I had to touch and them. And my balls went into. Thought them. about Travis. <laughs> thought about Travis's balls. How they would feel inside of them. They had to acknowledge amazing. the moment where Travis decided to get special wedding underwear, then go to a store, possibly with his bride to be. Had to think. Had to learn a lot <laughs> about oh, Travis's. It was more of an impulse buy. It was a lot more of an impulse buy where I looked at it and said, you know, that's going to feel real good. I had to learn a lot about Teresa that I didn't know and the things that she prefers there, around there. Terrific. Best wedding ever. Here, let me rewrite all of my best man speech because I have new fucking subjects that I need to address. I do. Oh, wait. I'm going to go pop up behind the the music for a minute. Don't say pop up. Pop up video behind the music. I bought the wedding underpants not for a sexy bent, but because I knew the silky smooth material would okay. prevent any chafing day of, which I, I didn't want to deal with as I'm walking down the aisle. I need walk to a call bullshit on you, Travis. Uh, the the decision to buy special sexy wedding underwear may have been an impulse buy. The, the, the decision to send your brother to go get your special wedding was intentional. That was, okay, that was, was intentional, be- and it was malicious. <laughs> it was a combination of because I knew that if I didn't, I would think about it all day because that's the way my brain works. Like, oh, well, my so one you'd rather day. I think about it all day. And then two, all life. It was funny to me to make Griffin do. Yeah, it sure was. I guess <laughs> your Keats in here, man. You sit here wherever you want to go get your special wedding underwear. 
Let's finish the show. I have to go purge. Uh, thank you so much for listening to my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, we hope you've been having a good time uh, uh, listening to it. Uh, just like when we were making it, we had a good time. Uh, uh, thank you to people tweeting about our show, like Ryan Lynch, uh, Patrick Doan, uh, Frida Zink, Sam Tepper, Matt, Wade Rocket, Blue Delinquenti. I think. Whoa. Uh, many others. That was beautiful. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, good luck to our friend Danielle Corsetto, who's setting off uh, across this great land of ours. Hopefully, she'll take our podcast along to let her entertain her. I, I want to thank a few people that sent us uh, some stuff to our P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. Uh, Courtney Salazar spent, sent us some, uh, some snack bars. And I've been enjoying those. My wife had one for breakfast just this morning. Are they, they good? Love- Tell me about them. They're good. They're good. They're kind. Uh, it's like the cranberry almond nut type things. Uh, thank you t- for the beautiful postcard to Boyant in the Beltway. Sent us a lovely note about uh, how much our show has meant to her. Another one from Renee along those same lines. So thank you. So much, Renee. That was lovely. We got a, uh, uh, and she graduated. So congratulations from the University of Baltimore. Congratulations, Renee. Sorry we couldn't be there for your special day. I got another beautiful postcard from Adam and Shelley. It is a, of a little boy peeing. Okay. Mm-hmm. In, in, from from the Netherlands, I believe. Is that what they're uh, into over there? And then, uh, thank you to, uh, I believe this is Jeffrey for a uh, postcard of uh, from Hawaii that just has a uh, uh, some sort of uh, island woman in a thong in front of a waterfall and it says paradise on it. So awesome. You definitely know the way to our heart and uh, thank you to Terry and Andy for a copy of their book The Complete Monster Exchange Program. They thought we would uh, get a kick out of it so they sent it along so thank you so much for that. Thank you. A uh, lovely gift. Travis, you and uh, Buttercup also got uh, a gift. Oh, yeah? It's downstairs, though. I'll get it for you next time you come in. So thank you to whoever sent that along. Um, oh, that's mysterious. Thank you to everybody who came out to the LA Live show. It was amazing. Um, uh, so, and uh, sorry for the audio quality of the, the New York Live shows. We had to kind of throw it together last minute. Um we try to fix it up as much as we can. Uh, there's James Gowdy complained about that, and then I was you were mean joking, to him. I was joking around with him, and now he like, I think he's legitimately mad. I tried to James, apologize. we're so sorry. Please, James, come back. if you're listening, he's not him. listening. He's done. He's not listening. He's done listening because I pissed him off. I didn't mean to, so I'm sorry to him. Um, but yeah, we'll, we're we're still gonna parse those. Or I said that last week, and it didn't make sense. We're we're spreading them out a little bit. Um, I I'll be out of town July Fourth weekend. We're doing our like fucking show planning on the air now, um, so maybe we can drop one then, and then Justin's gonna have a baby in like God, like a month and a half. So I imagine we'll need one for that. You get one- and we're we're in talks and planning to do more live shows. So yes, we weren't able to make it out to the Super LA exciting. one. We're doing so many more. Where do you in live? 2014, where, 2015. Where do you live in the country? We're gonna be there probably. We know. will come to there. We will come to that. Um, we will take your money. We will. Um, spend it probably on Reggie. Yeah, so tight. Um, but seriously, thanks everybody for for coming out. It it was a very very wonderful evening. Thanks also to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song and to departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Our our boat party tickets still on sale. I feel like they're like in the final yes, stages. It's like the final stages, but you can actually get uh, you can get them for, uh, uh, for cheaper. 
you use the coupon code Middleist. No, no coupon code Sex, last minute. Sexabunga. Fifty bucks off. It's till Wednesday. You go to boatparty.biz. You are not going to want to miss this. It's. I be really, really want to. If amazing. I had, if I had more vacation time, I would be there in a fucking heartbeat. If I wasn't taking my honeymoon this year, I would definitely, definitely, definitely be going. It seems amazing. And we want to say thanks to NatureBox um, for God continuing to be an amazing supporter of the show. If you haven't gone to check it out, what the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah. Go to naturebox.com slash my brother and you'll get 50% off your first order. Go now. Also, thanks to Simple, um, who's rebuilding banking from the ground up and basically has just revolutionized bank. They've solved banking. They fixed it. Um, they put people before policies, and it, it's really just an amazing idea. Um, and there's a huge wait list that you can skip if you go to simple.com slash my brother. Um, so go check out NatureBox and go check out simple.com. Um, also, if you haven't taken the chance to listen to all the other amazing Max Fun shows, um, then, then you need to do that because I love them. They're very good. Um, I listen to them I, all the time. I spent the last three days listening to episodes of The Goose Down, mm-hmm. uh, Oh No, Ross and Carrie, yep. Wham Bam Pow, yep. Lady to Lady, mm-hmm. uh, One Bad Mother, yep. Jordan Jesse Go, eh. Bullseye, yep. all right, Throwing Shade, sure. uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself. Yeah. I feel okay. like I'm missing some. Oh, That's and Sawbones. Woo! Sawbones, um, which if you like the dulcet tones of Justin McElroy, or even if you don't, don't worry. Sydney's there, and she'll she'll make it all worth a while. Yeah. Um, but check out these amazing shows. Just go to maximumfun.org, and all of them are there. Oh, Judge John Hodgman. I knew I was yeah. missing one. Well, you forgot a lot. Anyway. Ah, damn it. Um, but there's tons. Go check out maximumfun.org. You're going to find something you love. Um, okay. We are done. Uh, this, this is the end of the podcast. This final Yahoo was sent in by Justin Long. Thank you, Justin Long. It's by Yahoo Answers user Addison May, who asks, Memory foams. Do they record dreams? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Remember my brother, my brother, me kiss your dad, square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Have you made vacation plans yet? The second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival is ready to set sail this summer, and we want to see you on board. Imagine amazing comedians, stellar music, and beautiful Caribbean views. It all takes place July 25th through 28th, en route to Nassau, the Bahamas. And frankly, we've impressed even ourselves with this lineup of bullseye favorites. You've got Moshe Kasher. I was in an airport recently. You ever you ever see somebody and you're just like, oh, so you're what's wrong with everything in the world. Kyle Kinane. Anybody else in here gets so drunk last month you had to call a cab just to take you to Wendy's? W. Kamau Bell. So complicated, my feelings. Morgan Murphy. I don't know if you guys know what a facelift is. It's when they take your face skin and they... Uh, peel it away from your face and in that little space there that's where they find your self-esteem and besides them Greg Barrett, Chris Fairbanks, Karen Kilgariff Natasha Leggero, Guy Branham Tony Kameen and Carol Cole plus an awesome music lineup hosted by John Roderick of the Long Winters and featuring our pal Gene Gray come on what else are you going to be doing don't miss the funniest weekend of your life get your tickets right now go to boatparty.biz yeah that's right 
boatparty.biz. The Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. Comedy. Music. Shuffleboard.